Hi, I'm Ken Napsok, host of Watching Thrones. To watch this episode live and get to call in and chat with us about Game of Thrones, sign up today for a free trial membership at ScreenJunkies.com. Hello, Screen Junkies, and welcome to Watching Thrones, a live Memorial Day edition. We're very happy. If you're joining us live, we appreciate it. It is a holiday, uh, one of remembrance, not just hot dogs and barbecues. So thanks to all that served and, and paid the ultimate price. We're happy to be here, though, talking about Game of Thrones, Season 6, Episode 6, Blood of My Blood. And joining me is a panel... Uh, well, this is going to be fun. <laughs> oh. Michelle Boyd. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> Kyle Maddox. Hello. Thanks for having host me back. Of, yeah, you were on a recaps episode uh, four, season four recaps. Season four, yeah. Host mm-hmm. of uh, a podcast of Ice and Fire. Yes. And uh, Trisha Hirschberger What's back. What's going on? So happy to have you here. Thank you. Uh, guys, first things first. Uh, we are all bookies. Mm-hmm. We're all book nerds. And I want to put a light spoiler alert out there for those out there. Watching Thrones is about HBO's Game of Thrones. It is about mm-hmm. watching Thrones, not reading it. So we'd like to respect that and respect the people who are show only, uh, like Lawn in the Booth, um, <laughs> who happens to know more than even some book readers. I think he knows more <laughs> he knows than more. me on multiple occasions. Yeah. So I'll put that out there because we <laughs> might not be able to avoid that a little bit. Things might come up today where we're saying questions, and the books definitely inform our opinions and what we know and what we believe, but we'll try, so bear with us. If it happens a few times, you can tweet in and say, slow your roll, book readers, slow your roll. (laughs) Uh, But it definitely factors in, because uh, this episode, I loved it, whether you hated some of the things, whether you, whether you weren't sure about it, whether you're kind of confused, um, there's a lot in this episode that it is absolutely a setup episode, but for me, it is setting up the main event. It's like a good wrestling card. We are we are getting to the main event. Hogan versus Rock at WrestleMania 18. Ooh. Ultimate Warrior versus Hogan at WrestleMania 6. We're building the heat for the main event. All right? So that said, it. that said, our top story... Well, there's a lot of top stories. I think everything has some implications. But I do want to get into uh, Benjamin Stark returning. He's back. He's back. Trisha, your sign. George is a liar. Kyle's smiling. Everybody's favorite uncle. (laughs) And Michelle has got some theories. All right, let's start. Is he cold hands? And if he is, is he half cold hands? Trisha Hirschberger, you may have the strongest of opinions going into this segment. I concede the floor to you. Uh, I hate this. I really do. I know so many people that were like, yay, another Stark reunion. And as much as I also am happy for Stark reunions, this wasn't it for me. I feel like this was such a crappy payoff. Um, Now, you know, obviously I'm a big Cold Hands fan as a book reader, but I feel like combining these two characters, which may end up in the bookie-verse being combined eventually anyway, but I love that mystery of we don't know, like there's a mystery around Cold Hands. This person who is working for the Three-Eyed Raven is leading Bran into his future. I love that there's a mystery there, and I feel just to have him come right into the show and have that spoiled, like there's (laughs) no suspense there at all. Like I wanted... I wanted that suspense and payoff, and I just yeah. feel like, you know, it's like it's like being a little kid on Christmas, and Santa just knocks on your door and comes in the bedrooms, like, "Hey, I just wanted to say what's up." 
and then leaves. <laughs> like, where, where is the fun in that? It's Santa um, being Terminator too. Like, come with me if you want to live. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's that's not it. so much no. that my problem is that you know, cold hands may or may not be Benjen. Sure. That's not the issue. It's it's that it it's was presented it. in such a okay. way. Okay, so that's fair. It's the, the execution yeah. of it to you. It's not so much who Benjen is and who he might be. It, that's you, fine. You, would you have been happier if this character showed up earlier, helped them get to the earlier, tree? Or even or, if now, it was just like, who's this guy with the black hand? I don't know. He's a little weird. And then we like <laughs> slowly find out that he's a little weirder. And then eventually there's a, oh, and also, I'm pretty sure that's Benjen. Like, <laughs> that would have been that would have been way cooler for But me. there's no way to do that but, when you have a visual show like this. I mean, at least in the book, there are, there is all this mystery behind Cold Hands because you don't see him well, and you can't tell him. Eyes. I could have told. I could tell from the accent. Come on. Honestly, what I'm waiting for is for I love like it. him I'm to Batman. be. Yeah, exactly. Him to be reintroduced. Like he didn't even have glasses on. You could Clark yeah. Kent this very, very easily. But I'm just yeah. waiting for it to like possibly be reintroduced to John and John being like, "Fuck you. I'm not falling for that again." Yeah, right. No. Uh. Uh-uh, no oh, way at all. Um, I, I actually really loved this because like yes, it was kind of strange to get this character back. But how cool is it that you can stop someone from being a White Walker halfway? through but the same guy? way that you make mm. them into a white walker which no, sure that was a little yeah. i mean now it makes sense why we saw it there and everything <laughs> by the way also don't forget hashtag watching thrones on twitter to join the conversation a lot of you are already coming in uh thanks randall since we're happy to be here just for you randall we appreciate that there um yeah and a lot of people saying hey what's this cold hand cold hands thing so uh in the after of the in the after credits uh, the the additional stuff on hbo go the producers do refer to him uh, as cold hands it's a character from the books guys Kyle, can you explain a little bit without spoiling anything what Cold Hands <laughs> is? I don't, or, I don't or think how? it's spoiled. It's it. not spoiling. We've I mean, already showed him on yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah. There's and a, they can give some to background. Him as maybe Benjen Cold Hands. So. Well, yeah. it's hard to give background because we don't know if it's Benjen or not. But there's True. this character that shows up to help um, to help the people that we love in this show at some point, like Sam and different characters in the books. And he shows up and is this character that that sort of guides them to where they need to be. And he's trying mm-hmm. to get Bran to where he needs to be. And uh, he's got cold hands. You know. He's riding a giant elk. <laughs> yeah, he's riding, right, right, exactly, riding an elk, which right. is another thing. Well, I get maybe they can't do that there. So that's some of the history of it. But For those of you who, well, aren't, yeah. who aren't caught up well, on it. Well, what's cool about it is like there is this magic that goes along with cold hands of he can't cross the wall. So it's a whole yes. thing of yes. like, is he, you know, is he an undead white? Is he? But he's actually working for the Three-Eyed Raven. So there is all mm-hmm. this mystery. And yeah, I'm sad that we didn't get that payoff. But mm-hmm. I get it. Like, you know, the showrunners are trying so hard to streamline so many of these characters. Like, I get it. You know, instead of introducing a character that no one's ever seen before, they're going to be like, oh, we're going to bring back this character that, hey, actually, we sort of reminded everyone about like five episodes ago. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Plus, again, you introduce this magic of him being like kind of undead, but not really. Really, which right. I think is really cool. So in the show, we did see him with the black hand. We did yes. see him with the mask over his face. So there are a lot of things in the show that they're leading us to believe that this is someone that works for the Three-Eyed Raven that we may not know special things yeah. about, right. which is why everyone's like, oh, it's Gold Hands. Black and he, like, hand. sure, sure, charged yeah. up his, like, swinging mace thing with fire his, magic. Like, poi ball Which was kind of fire. cool. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right then. That was, to me, one of my, I love that, that death. Cool. One of my favorite sequences. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, and some of the debate is, and, uh, George R. R. Martin himself has said for years, nope, that's not Benjamin. Nope, that it's kind of become <laughs> famous. I think he's just got caught. I think it was a story that we all figured out early, and and he's trying to. He's been lying. He's been again going in wrestling terms. He's going kayfabe here. He's keeping kayfabe okay. up, and I 
think he got a little caught and he had a cut. But your theory is that there was a little loophole. I think he gave himself a bit of an out being like, oh, well, it's Benjin, but it's not really Benjin because yeah. this is undead Benjin and this is sort of half white Benjin. And maybe yeah. that was his way around I it. I like but, that theory. I mean, which is cool, but he's still a freaking liar. He's yeah. still like, he knew what we were asking. Come on. Yeah, but at the same time, I get it. You don't want to spoil it early. Yeah. You know? and, it, and it's kind of like when, when yeah. Theon is reek in the show, you, right away you knew who it was, and that was played out differently uh, in the book. See, I told you guys, the word book is going to be thrown a lot. <laughs> Sorry. And, and we don't, Sorry. And I hope uh, we're not being snooty book readers here. We're just, we're excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Even though the yeah. execution for some of it might not be to our yeah, what we I just, wanted. Yeah, I felt like it was a little deus ex machina. Like, I felt like it Absolutely. was just like, oh, well, we need to save them from this impossibly large looming army of dead that's very obviously going to catch up with them quick. How do we do that? Let's just take this guy from season one that everybody's hoping will come out. Let's just make him a thing. Let's just let's just put him right back in there. Yeah, okay. I feel like the show writers kind of did that. They wrote, they had all this story and then they were like, oh, we don't need this person or this person or this person and now they're getting along and they're like, oh crap, we kind of do need those guys. We need that guy um, back. <laughs> yeah. There's some of that too and then, and then there's other stuff Coming, maybe that we're like, we're like maybe. we're all we're all kind of like maybe. whoa whoa maybe this is happening now it's so weird people checking in you know a lot of people uh, uh, Hannah I could tell was Benjamin the second he appeared on screen at the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. hashtag right. watching Thrones okay. totally with you Hannah um, totally Ryan McKenna I love the Benjamin part it would be weird in the show to not come out and say it was Benjamin unless they you know dramatically changed I, yeah. you know maybe gave him those shades. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> He's got like sweet Matrix sunglasses. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, Bran already coming out of that, like, I know Kung Fu. Like, he just downloaded <laughs> the entire Matrix. Yeah, right. But network. it is a bit of a family reunion. <laughs> and this this week's episode, it was titled Blood of My Blood. It's a, it's a little bit about family ties and people mm-hmm. returning. And, and we got Stark reunions, essentially. Yeah. Benjen being a Stark brand. And Jamie and, and, and Cersei and all those kind of things. And, and Arya, um, we're going to get to that here in a bit. But her also returning to the fold so that that what do you guys think about this week's theme uh of being about family i dig it i'm happy i mean you, you after six seasons of spreading all these characters so far apart you were gonna have to get back mm-hmm. to kind of bringing them together sooner or later especially with only two more seasons to go we're already yeah. like more than halfway through this whole season you guys yeah. there's like mm-hmm. crazy more right episodes. Uh, that's wild I agree. I agree with that. It's it's been so long since we've had people since the Starks have been shot apart for so yeah. long that having them come back together is a satisfaction to it. I yeah. feel like last week's reunions were more satisfying to me than this mm. week's oh, reunions. This okay. week's reunions to me were were a little confusing. I would yeah. say, and I'll kind of hold that till we get to those specific parts. But yeah, for me, it didn't have that lovely like I do want everyone to come together so badly, but mm-hmm. I was just kind of like. All right. Well, I feel like in with this, I feel like with the Starks, okay. like it was important, but it was secondary. You yeah. know, I mean, if you look at Blood of My Blood, that's a Dothraki thing, and so I think it, they sure. were focusing more on like Danny totally. Drogon. But we'll get that. Yeah. But it is, it was mm-hmm. kind of cool to get some of the Stark reunions that we got today. But I absolutely agree, they were secondary to last week. <laughs> like yeah. John and Sansa, you know, mattered a lot more to me. Yeah, now, in the sequence, we got probably one of the more exciting little things oh, here. <laughs> Bran, Bran is still, he's still getting all the information uploaded. Yes. He's, still, he's still got it there. So JT, we got the, uh, we got some of Bran's oh, visions. Let's, let's rewatch so this here. This. And then we got some photos here. So Bran is becoming the Three-Eyed Raven. He's still kind of in training and here we got it. And I mean, I don't know about anyone else, but I was just on that pause button like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> I watched this frame by frame several so, times. So, yes. I loved realizing that 
even though we had seen all of this, Bran had not seen yes. all of yes. this. Yes. I mean, he wasn't there when his father died. Yeah. He wasn't there for the Red Wedding. And oh, man, that's a lot to deal with all in one. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, and we got some of the photos there, JT. Let's go. The first time that we're officially seeing uh, the Mad King, Aerys Targaryen. Yes. Um, pretty unexpected. I was not expecting this. No, not at all. And I'm did so kind of happy a, about it. Kind I'm of a jump so out of my happy. seat. I was talking to Michelle before we started filming that I was watching this with a bunch of other people, and so I didn't have the ability to like pause and rewind. <laughs> but I, I just had to like casually say, was that just wildfire? And he said, "Burn them all." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Did that yep. just happen? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got. Uh, we're getting to also see uh, Jamie Lannister. The, the, we've heard this since season one. Oh, this of is cool. Why he is called oh the Kingslayer? Well, we get to see it. It's been talked about in detail, but to actually get to see it in some form oh. is pretty cool. Yeah. There he is, stabbing yes. him in the back. Look at him running away. Um, and then the shot. I don't think I included, but the shot of him sitting see, on the oh, throne, which is where Ned which, found a which Kyle. Take me through your reaction to this stuff. Oh, man, it was crazy. It's like when you're leaving your house and your phone still kind of has a little bit of your Wi-Fi and you're getting little bits of information <laughs> trying to load your page. I was like, oh, come on, come on, come on, more, more, I need more. Um, it was just all this cool stuff, and I think the thing that, the bloody hand, that's, that so is. So let's go to that wait, picture on, here. Wait, 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 before we, hang on, before we leave Aris completely, I actually oh, want to yeah, ask one thing. Yes. There's one thing that I, that I just thought of literally on the drive over here that I thought was really interesting, because it wasn't all flashback stuff. You did see some stuff yep. that you hadn't seen in the show yet before, mm -hmm. and I mean like future things, like Drogon mm -hmm. looks like flying over a city. Here's the thing, one of the things you saw was a wildfire explosion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That okay. did not yep. happen in the past. Right. Jamie stopped that. So is that something that we're going to Ooh. see in the branch area? Oh, are we getting into this, Brand? Because we saw that wildfire beneath the city, maybe, kind of. Like, I, I don't absolutely, know if it's been fact, wiped out. Uh, one of our listeners using the hashtag Watch and Thrones, Zaya, uh, 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 Zaya Lapierre, I apologize, says that wildfire is still all, all over the city. He called it long ago, and my tinfoil hat is on again. So <laughs> run with it, Michelle. Yes. I, mean, it. I got to see that explosion. Wow, I was like, this it. did not happen. Jamie stopped this by killing Eris, so yeah. oh crap. Yeah, here it is. And, and again, the refrain of burn them all, burn them all, which is what we heard he was uh, in that great scene from season one when Jamie mm -hmm. talks about it with mm -hmm. Barristan Selmy and King Robert uh, saying that was his last words, burn them all, which is a great chilling scene there. But now there's some more implications and it also, the it, it goes over shots of the the the, the white walkers. Yes. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't Why like don't that. Like there's. That? I, I hate. I will hate it if they set it up that Bran with his time travel influence Absolutely. is what drove Eris mad. I'm gonna be pissed because there's so much more evidence that it happened that he was going crazy before yeah. that. But and yes. I'm like, so is and, and was Bran whispering to him? Yes. It, I mean, there's so much. And so like, maybe okay, maybe that was the one thing that pushed him over the edge. But I I even don't want that. I don't want it at all. So even the way that they were sort of pushing together these two visions of mm -hmm. like the White Walkers and Eris saying burn them all. I hate that. I'm really hoping that's not the direction they're going to go. I don't, think, I don't think it has to yeah. be Bran as the one that made the Mad King go mad, but okay. he takes a weak mind and he's able to influence it mm. and prepare for a White Walker attack possibly happening on King's Landing. Okay, so what mm -hmm. you're, you're suggesting, some people are, are saying in there that, that this is all kind of pointing to, or not all, but most of it pointing to the, the final, the end, the battle. Yes. That's what I thought. And so, so you guys are both on board for that theory, Michelle? They're implying it. Yeah. yeah, but I just I you know I mean Trisha's saying that do as ex machina from earlier like I don't like that idea that Bran yeah. is like time travel is going to be the explanation. I for agree. A lot of these uh, uh, Lon Harris but, in the booth, our lead researcher for mm -hmm. this, we both agree, and 
this is Lon tweeted out yesterday that it would make the world too small. Yes. Yeah. If 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 it was all caused by Bran, if it was all well, a, that's, yeah, a like, dream in some young kid's eye. Bran is essentially the Lord of Light. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, he oh is, boy, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Do you, do, do you yeah. think he is the my... Do you think he is the voice that Varys heard? Oh in the God! Fire? What? <laughs> Bran Varys. Bran Varys. Yeah, he needs. Oh, if, if Daenerys comes back with the dragons to fight the others, why wouldn't Bran be the reason that that happened? Or the whispers that Melisandre hears, you know, like any yeah. of these things. Oh man, look, guys. Uh, look, uh, J- Jack Shipley, our, our good friend Jack <laughs> at JR's Pit Boy, said there's something suggests here that that either Bran or the old tree, uh, three-eyed Raven, or the, was the whisper the Mad King heard, which again opens up now. Now that he, we know he can go anywhere in time. <laughs> anything ever could be anything. caused by Bran, and he might be. We've decided it. Trish is right. He's the Lord of Light. No, no. Oh, no! <laughs> Bran cannot be that OP. I don't know. I, I feel like... No, they, he said they, it, Trisha. That's it. it. This is to you now. Uh, oh, yeah. God. I don't make me responsible for that. He's just hijacking <laughs> other beliefs and stuff. He's like, oh, people believe in Lord of the Light? All right, I'll use that to influence some no, people. No, I don't know. I, I saw the wildfire and uh, seeing yeah. all the White Walkers together. I saw that as a... Maybe this is too simplistic, but I saw it as a foreshadowing of... Oh yes, we should probably use wildfire on them. That would work well. Absolutely. And all the wall. Yeah, <laughs> and that I'd be okay with. Yeah. The Night King, <laughs> and as JT can replay the vision too. The Night King can carry. There's there's stuff of the Night King and the Walkers, and mm-hmm. you're still hearing burn them all over it. Sure. Uh, look, yeah. Sometimes the, the obvious answer is the answer. Sometimes, right? Yeah. Sometimes I feel like we, we tend to undersimplify uh, and just overcomplicate things yes. and look for stuff where there isn't there. And this one, I mean, yeah. they're overlaying all the wildfire and the White Walkers like. The wildfire explosion was from season two, Blackwater Bay. Yeah, that wasn't the one. That wasn't it was, that explosion. No. That explosion the wildfire was underneath. explosion was on water. Was on water. Yeah. This on was very Bay. clearly in the same halls yep. that you just saw those maesters making all yep. the pyromancers making that wildfire and filling those jugs. Like yep. totally different location. And 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 the final thing from the vision though. The final thing we've got. Right. Okay, bloody hand. Bloody hand. Right. Now, Bring that Now we're here. Now we're here. Here we go. What are you doing to me, JT? Oh, he's just teasing us oh. with this shot. There it is. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, hi, Ned's hand. You think that's young Ned? Yep. That is young Ned's you, hand. You believe that is Leanna Stark. That's yes, our I predictions do. here. Yes, yes, I do. I mean, you're right. Just saying. Promise me, Ned. Thanks, Promise me, Ned. Um, we got Ned saying a few clicks before, where's my sister? We have not yet got the completion of that uh, vision mm. uh, that Three-Eyed Raven, uh, the uh. old Three-Eyed Raven and Bran were seeing. Um, so that maybe it's still coming? Maybe our confirmation you of Shut the, up with your maybe. You know. Trying to add some. You know. I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to take Trisha's advice and kind of give some more <laughs> mystery and intrigue into uh-huh. things, right? I enjoy the mystery and intrigue. I'm playing around with it. I yeah. would have... I would have disbelieved that this was Ben Jen's eyes for episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, 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 I'm excited about the bloody hand. I think that's yeah. the perfect little like teaser. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That I think we mean that we need it. All these images we get are kind of uh, different sides of the battle of ice and fire that is happening. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and a bloody hand shows up that seemingly has nothing to do with it, except uh. we all know better than that. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> it's going to awesome. be part of it. And that's, and that's just a matter of time. It's going on too. For, for show watchers only, um, uh, God bless. I wish I still had those fresh eyes. I, I still wish I was confused or not knowing and, and, and mad at us for talking about things no, with the book. See? But we can't be past that. So what's happening now is stuff that we've been waiting to be confirmed or answered for 20 years if you're an original mm. book reader. Uh, 10 years, 15, 5 mm-hmm. years. 
There's stuff starting to happen that's blowing our minds, and it's so exciting. I was going to say, I feel like we do have the fresh eyes now. I feel like we've been given that gift. We do. We do. Thank you, showrunners. This episode, maybe that's why we're so damn giddy, is this episode we're like, I know know what happens in River Run. (laughs) River Run is back in play. Um, So that is the top of the story. Blackfish and Benjamin have re-entered the game. But guys, let's go to the Holy Tommen Empire. Uh, the holy. Did Long I say holly? Holy. King holy. This is an interesting one. All right. So Oof. there's so many aspects to this. The first thing I want to start with and start the conversation. I'll start with you, Kyle. Did Marjorie out Marjorie herself? Did she outplay herself? Did she? Yeah. Uh, did she always? Is, she's good at the game, but not the best. She was still learning at the time of her capture. I thought great at it. Yep. Princess Diana of of King's Landing, young, popular popular mm-hmm. with the poor, but then kind of got herself some trouble and wasn't as good compared to Cersei. But mm-hmm. now here she is. Kate Middleton, man. Update your references. <laughs> I'm an old man. I, gotta, I have to believe she knows what she's doing. Okay. I, I can't think that she has fallen for the High Sparrow's words and fallen Correct. for the faith, right? Um, so I got to think that she has this ultimate plan that she has to she has had to concoct herself because she's in isolation. Right. And so everybody is on the out. She's the only one who knows what this game is. And so I just have to go with it. I have to, I have to believe in her that she knows what the end game is and how to play the parts that she mm-hmm. has learned enough from her grandmother mm-hmm. to yeah. to figure it all out yeah yeah trisha i want to believe that kyle is right with every <laughs> fiber of my being i want to believe that she's got a greater plan at work here like i trust marjorie <clears throat> excuse me i trust marjorie she's smart she's manipulative she's got this but i can't help the wheels from turning in the back of my mind they're like okay well let's just think what the other what the other reasons could be, what the other motivations could be. She right. could have been so torn down by Loras mm-hmm. and him almost breaking that she thought, as short-sighted as it is, I just have to save my brother. Right. I don't yep. know that she would have done it just to save herself from the Walk of Atonement. Yeah. I think I it would have been more. I, you think she would have done it just for herself? She can be pretty self-serving. I mean, I know <sighs> she does love her brother. Yeah. She kind totally. of admits it. I, I absolutely believe that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, I, I don't know if she just made this plan with the High Sparrow that they're sort of, because if you notice in the scene with her and Tommen, like, she kind of feels him out. She's like, yeah, the High Septon isn't yeah. really what we thought he was. And then she's just sort of watching him for his reaction. Mm-hmm. And when he doesn't give her the kind of smart answer, she kind of goes back into this like, oh, yes, you know, I need to atone for my sins mm-hmm. and gods have a plan for us all. And so I almost feel like she had a moment of like trying to see if Tommen yeah. was smart enough to go along with this on mm-hmm. his own, but realizing he wasn't, he's like, okay, nope, it's just going to be me and the High Sparrow, like, kind of feeling this thing out. So, I think. So you think yeah. she's just picking the winning side? Pretty much. I mm. think so. I think, I mean, you know, because I, I was watching her when uh, Jamie and her father show up, and it's like, you can't read her expression. It's no. very, it's yeah. so hard. I admit to watching that scene probably more than a few times than I should as some kind of weird that we're watching it here. Yeah. She looks, I mean, we're, we're really reading into an yeah. actress performance here. <laughs> But that's how good she. I, I have faith that that's how good Natalie, Natalie Dormer is. She's, she's amazing, and I feel like she kind of keeps checking in with the sparrow. She kind of keeps glancing at the sparrow. Now, granted, that could just be like, "Well, what the heck's going to happen? Is my family going to save me?" Or it could be, "Is this going to screw with our?" That plans? was awesome. Well, that yes. was amazing. I, just I, have, to say I have a friend who's incredible. I have a friend who trains uh, who trains horses, and she says, uh, "Don't do that. That's a horrible mistake. Horses do not go downstairs well. Uh, you have, must have an exit plan with your horse." Um, but for the for the record. 
they had a little um, lift. I, I, I think it's it's a little bit of both. Where I think she, Marjorie played this. I think she's trying to save Loras. Um, a little bit of that. Toman is just an easy pushover. You can push him whichever direction you want. And um, then her family shows up with Jamie, and it was like, oh. Oh, I might, maybe I would have. That's a great shot of Lancel, by the way. Yeah, because you just don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's like, what would have happened had Jamie and Tyrell's not shown up? Like, would he have let Marjorie do her walk anyway? Because it seemed like both Tommen and Marjorie were sort of uh, were sort of going along with that idea. Like, oh, there's no other way, and she's going to be protected. And then all of a sudden, this other plan comes. Mm, I think out it would have just nowhere. been. The, I think it would have just been the announcement that the mm. crown and the faith. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping for some yeah. good future payoff to this storyline because. Because right now, I feel like after we see Marjorie and Tommen talking, you're like, all right, where's she going with this? And even after that scene, I still feel like, where's she going with this? <laughs> What's happening? Now, we have to believe that Marjorie is, uh, knows what she's doing and all that. But on the mm. flip side of things, I, I kind of would love it if the High Sparrow really was that good. And maybe it's because I'm a Bond fan and Jonathan Price was a Bond villain. <laughs> yeah. So it might be influencing me. Yeah. But to... I think if he succeeded in his plan to convert her, it would elevate him from this annoyance to this really great character. Well, that's one of the I questions I want to. He has to convert her. He converted Tommen. Yeah. He doesn't. Ha- he doesn't have to convert Marjorie. Tommen's but, but the power to, on the throne. Uh, yeah, but now maybe he even has. It's about gathering all the pieces together. Now, that's the next question well, I want to ask you guys. Well, you get to Tommen through. Yeah, right. Exactly. And Sir Pounce. He probably has Sir Pounce oh, now. Oh yeah, man. Control. Sir Pounce has got that or, seven-pointed star <laughs> carved on his little cane forehead. Or that's next. That's coming. That's next week's episode, is the, the uh, conversion of Sir Pounce. What are, and this is interesting, because this is some of the only storyline left that is of politics, and of, mm-hmm. of power, mm. and power is power, and playing the Game of Thrones, the rest is about the end game, and most of the stories. So, what do you think of the High Sparrow's chances now at this point, gang? Uh, Trisha, I can start with you. Uh, is he playing this great game? Is he stumbling? Is he a little bit lucky from time to time? Look at that smirk. Oh. This is a guy who yes. is not who he says he is. Dude, this guy's terrifying. I love him. You I cast Jonathan Price as a holy good guy. Don't. He's so good. I have maintained (laughs) since the beginning that the High Sparrow is a force to be reckoned with, and Mm -hmm. we should watch out for him. And he's only grown more and more powerful as the story goes. Yeah, I I think he's. I think he's a mega mega bad guy. (laughs) I don't buy the. I don't buy the. But I'm just a holy man. It's not about me. It's about the people. You're full of shit, sir. Sorry. You're full (laughs) of smacks. I think he gave that away a couple episodes ago when he mentioned. uh, uh, something yeah. about the empire, yeah, about yeah. very clearly. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. the few can bring down the empire. Exactly. Like, yes. All right, anonymous. And go he, gave it, he gave it away when he had nothing to say to Jamie Lannister, who was like, "I've done this and this and this. What you gonna do about it?" And he was like, "Nothing." Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Let me talk about shoes. Where, 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 let's play it out a little bit. Where do you think this goes, Michelle? Where do you think the High Sparrow? Maester, by the way, Mace's speech is amazing. <laughs> and his armor is fabulous. <laughs> it is fabulous. Did, I mean. JT, did, we, did I pull that clip of, of Mace Tyrell trying to address the crowd? It's the oh, best, please. worst. He can't even please. ride his own horse. It's, it's Someone is leading that horse oh, for him. I love Mace Tyrell. Oh, uh, they're doing the interpretation such, a, of him. such a good job, like, just doing that character. Such oh, a my God, that's uh, funny. I love his little aside at the end. He goes, what's going on? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> We're losing, you fool. I love after his he yes. just like nods at Jamie, like, yeah, yeah. I did good. Look and Jamie's like, all right, man, whatever. Yeah, like, just like, from a combat standpoint, that would be the least effective armor <laughs> ever. <laughs> like, so there's ridiculous. so many places for a 
blade to get yeah. caught. And he d- he was part of the Siege of Storm's Ed, right? I mean, he's seen some action, but maybe from afar. That's a, well, I think maybe that's from more afar. of a book characterization. Yeah, There's no too. real like, fighting in a really, siege. Oh, yeah, yeah. and then the siege, he just sort of sat there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's, for sure. He's, uh, but uh, I had cut you off, <laughs> you know, Michelle. Where do you no, think no, the No, no, that's okay, goes? because I, I was trying to distract you, because I have no freaking clue. Right. I was like, I, <laughs> I did, let's talk about something I do know about. No, I, I wish I knew, because I, this character yeah. is so fascinating, because I'm like, what is your endgame? Because I don't think he wants to sit on the throne himself. And yeah. does he just really does want he? everyone to be holy? Mm-hmm. Does he... I have no idea. It was just so fascinating about him because, yeah, I mean, honestly, if he wants to be the power behind the throne, you got it, man. You you pretty much demonstrated that this episode. Yeah, that's a good point because yeah. maybe he just wants to be, uh, you know, the, the holy power in the world. He's got the king and maybe he doesn't want the throne. I don't believe that, Kyle. <laughs> no, we, we have a bit of imagery there when he's standing on the steps. He is in the same position that Kevin Lannister, the hand of the king, is yeah. in that's uh, what I a think. little bit yep. later. Mm. And I think uh, we've seen in tons mm-hmm. of movies and different stories where where the head of uh, the religion is um, is actually the actual power mm-hmm. behind something. So He's I think Cardinal Richelieu is that what you're saying? Yeah, there we yeah. go. So <laughs> and our, our listener uh, on uh, using the hashtag Watching Thrones again, where you can join the conversation on Twitter. Odd shaped panel says Sparrow is Howland Reed. Still saying <laughs> that is a big oh, tin. That's a big tin foil. Wow, hat theory. I never even heard that theory. Yeah, it's going around. That it's going around. Foil. We got to see him kind of show up in the Tower of Joy flashback. Uh, he's Jojen Amira's uh, I, I think age alone, father. there's no, no way. No? Just, okay. Yeah. I, mean, I don't buy I don't it, but Odd Shape oh, Panel does. And a lot of people though. out there do. He's too Ooh. tall. Too tall? Too tall. <laughs> he doesn't have a frog spear with him. That's I just don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, Kyle. I don't think he would ever take the Iron Throne, but I think Hand of King is what he's after. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, I can get behind that theory, mm-hmm. but we'll see. We'll see. And I, I'm intrigued by, in, in a world that's fast moving towards the end, that these people are still fighting over that big chair in their own know it. They don't know any better. Just a yeah. chair. Well, see that melted down by dragon And fire. we'll come back to that, that later when we talk about Sam at Horn Hill. Uh, be- as a result of this, of course, what happens now is Jamie Lannister has been stripped of his title. The Kingslayer is no longer part of the Kingsguard, and uh, maybe his uncle or maybe Tommen or a combination of all that, they have sent him now to do some work in River Run. not before we have one of the best Romantic incest scenes ever. Um, man, that was full <laughs> of a lot of passion. Just in case you forgot. This, again, is all about fl- family. Jamie's journey takes him back to where he began. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, Cersei's a little calm. Do you think she's too calm? I think she learned a little something in her time in the dungeons. She's she's learned to kind of not just react right off the bat, but sort of take her time, which I kind of dig. Um, thank really, God. We really needed some character development from her. On the mountain being in her corner here, Frank and, Frank and Mountain. I, know, I got well, that feeling you? there was something bubbling under the surface there. That yeah. she, she knew something. I think mm. Cersei is calmest when she's playing chess. Like when mm. she's thinking, when she's thinking ten moves ahead is when you see her in this calm state. Yep. Yeah. So I think she definitely has some plans, and I think that this was probably one of them. I think so. Him going away was one of them. I, I think she's behind it. I still go back to what was it? The second episode when Tommen goes to her and he goes, "I need your help." Mm-hmm. And yes. The scene cuts, mm-hmm. and we never get what never, that help is. Mm-hmm. And I yep. think he, she is using her son somehow. Yeah. 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 Whether Tommen's in on it or not, I don't know. But I think she's got a plan. And, and I'm, I'm a fan of Cersei. That's been no secret. She's my Game of Thrones girlfriend. But um, <laughs> I always Sister doubt. Sister wife. A doubt because 
she's not her father, and you mentioned it early. Taiwan, Taiwan is he's Taiwan. He's the big guy. He's the one. He was a reason he ruled for twenty years, controlling all the chess pieces. And she's not quite him. And we see even next week where Queen of Thorns saying it's your stupidity that that, that caused all this. <laughs> so I still wonder, even in this scene, I, I wonder if she's laying back, relying on Franken Mountain being her corner, and not mm-hmm. in as much control as she thinks. I don't know, Trisha. Am I off base? Here? I know. I think she might definitely not be in as much control as she thinks, but I think she thinks she's in control. Definitely. Oh, yes. Yes. Definitely. I just, I did like that Jamie in this scene was the one who just wanted to, like, burn everything down yeah. and react, <laughs> and then Cersei's like, no, 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 slow your freaking roll, it's cool, mm-hmm. like, just do your thing, you're gonna be helpful over at River Run. take back what's ours again, yeah. and, uh, you know, bring me a castle. Well, I couldn't help feeling like Jamie was still fueled by that, we have to be together, like, yeah. his anger is coming mm. from realizing that they're going to be apart, where I never felt that from Cersei, that she was like, eh, if he has to go away for a while, right. that means to an end, fine. Yeah. Whereas yeah. he's like, don't leave me! No. All the time. He I lost his good hands. I did like how Bronn was Jamie's boy now. We gotta mention Bronn. Right. It's like, I'm gonna get Bronn yeah, and Bron. a bunch of good killers, and we are <laughs> gonna, gonna give them It's like the Ramsey thing. Just give me 20 good men, yeah. and I will take care of this. Bron, seriously, we left Bronn on the freaking Dornish ship back there with, uh, <laughs> with so, everything. He's finding Gendry just, on the open water exactly. somewhere. Exactly. Like, we haven't seen hide or hair of Bronn since then. So, so, yay, bring him back. Jamie's going to River Run, but before we set up River Run, this, of course, means that we have the return of uh, one of the more hated characters, uh, especially if you're a Harry Potter fan. Uh, Walder Frey is back. Oh, it's been a while, but we get to see him dressing down his son, Black Walder, uh, two of his sons, um, but most, mm-hmm. mostly Black Walder, the man who uh, sliced <laughs> Catelyn Stark's neck. Um, and it's set up uh, a battle, but this, we haven't been here a while. No, we have not. In no. River Run, as we watch Walder Frey. They do a really good job reminding you why you hated this character so Absolutely. much. Like, he's just despicable the entire time. Yeah. So, for those, uh, again, this was something uh, at the end of, well, season three is the Red Wedding. We really haven't seen him checking in that much. Roos was the Warden of the North, but this is down in the Reach, and a lot of the stuff going on here. Uh, should we do a little catch-up to those and get us get us on the playing field here again? I mean, it's, it's, I feel like they did a pretty good job kind of doing a bit of a recap here of, like, uh, you know, even with him at the very end of, like, hey, yeah, you killed Rob, you killed uh, Catelyn, and, oh, right, remember Edmure. He was the one yeah. who was married, and, <laughs> right. oh, hey, we still have him, and, oh, he's the Blackfish's nephew, and, oh, we've been kissing Tully Boots for 300 years. Like, I felt like there was quite a decent amount of exposition there's, in this whole speech. Oh, there's poor Edmure. Yeah, poor Edmure. Oh, oh, after yeah, watching well Outlander, I do not. <laughs> care about him anymore, I know. though. I feel oh. like that, too. Oh, I'm just like, I want to like you, but Poor no, Omar. I can't. He had a brief moment of sunshine when he saw Rosalind Frey for the first time, yeah. and now yeah. this is where it The one up. hot daughter. So they're so heading, sad. so this is all because of uh, Catelyn Stark's uh, uncle, uh, Blackfish. Although there Brendan is a very Tully. nice little mention of the Brotherhood Without Banners. We got in the yes. Blackwalder mentions the Brotherhood Without Banners, which could factor in later too. We'll uh, maybe talk about some predictions of that. Okay. This is all, we're all kind of moving to River Run here. Um, and uh, so the Blackfish has taken back his uh, family home. He's got an army. Uh, and we uh, we have got uh, a big battle coming over there. And uh, do you think? Let me ask. Put this out there. Do you think what we saw of Cersei and Jaime is the last time they're going to be together? Ooh! Shots fired, Ken. What do you think? Oh, I didn't even. No? I didn't even. I didn't even think about 
Could be, when you rewatch nope. this all later on, you get a tear in your eye. That's the last time both brother and be. sisters kissed. That nope. ear nibble will no. mean I still so believe more. in the Valonquar theory. And yeah. I think it's Jamie. So and then you I, think it's Jamie. Yes. Yep. Not, not, uh, not someone else. Yes. Or, or <laughs> even someone of a dog for This is pure book spoilers. But yes. Yeah. So, okay. Pure book stuff so far. You? I'm with him. I'm with Kyle on this one. You? 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 I, I I'm with I'm with Kyle on the Valencar thing on yeah. the uh, the so little think, the little brother. Yeah, I don't think it's the last time they they're together okay. at all. Just putting out. There. Oh, I'm willing to believe that it could be. I'm willing. I'm, <laughs> I'm willing, willing to let myself go down that path. Maybe you are yeah. the great oh. others advocate on this okay. one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I just I like to not know. Yeah. yeah. No, so either. I'm like, all right. Maybe. I but that's the thing. I don't know. We don't know no, at we don't all. Know. No. We don't. We don't know at all. They haven't even introduced mm-hmm. that uh, yeah. that prophecy at all. Yeah. So. No, they intentionally it almost seems like they cut it out there. Uh, uh, Ray Probably on purpose on until it's important. Uh, says I hate the phrase "still over them killing the Starks." So a lot of people even out there watching. We still have anger uh, for that. So we're going to take some calls right now. You can always Skype in at SJ Plus Live. Yeah. We're doing we're taking the calls live to air today. So we'll see how this goes uh, as we are down to a holiday crew. Our screeners Woo. are gone. So Yay. let's see how this goes. <laughs> Go ahead and patch them on through. You are on Watching Thrones. This Memorial Day episode. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Ben. I'm from Billings, Montana. Hey, Ben. You, up, ben? You've called in before, Ben. Yep. <laughs> Sweet shirt, man. I know. Uh, I dig it. Ben, what's on your you. mind today? Yeah. Yes. Um, I was actually, uh, the other night, my mom wanted to watch TV with me, and I told her I was watching Game of Thrones, and I was really nervous. <laughs> but uh, this might have been the most family-friendly episode ever yeah. in my life. You get all the dragons, you get the zombie killing by the Westeros rider, and uh, you get uh, a mm-hmm. bunch of political intrigue and conversations. No titties, no dicks, no <laughs> rape, no murder. It's really kind of amazing that she got through an entire episode of the show without having to get traumatized. Was she, was she then saying, I'm going to have to go back to the beginning and watch this show? And you're like, yay! She said, I'd love to watch this with you more. And I said, no, nope. no. <laughs> and we're done here. You're going to watch on your own, brave, Mom. Thanks. Uh, ben, what are you thinking about this episode today? Or yesterday's I episode? That, uh, I actually really liked a lot of it. I do, I'm do. i really, really frustrated by some of it, but uh, I like seeing Benjen back, and I... I mm. kind of did like need another episode to recover from Hodor, so I'm glad nobody else that I love got murdered. Yeah, <laughs> I just like I'm still I'm I actually like every time somebody asks me to hold the door for them when I get in the <laughs> goddamn it on. Cry no. Are you excited for River Run and just kind of see all the like an actual battle happening? I am actually. Yeah, I was actually really excited to see that we actually get to see Eris Targaryen and uh, mm-hmm. all that yes. stuff in the past too with yeah. Bran's visions and. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. about that explosion. I want to see that explosion. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what what Ben frustrated you frustrated you the most of this episode? You said you had some frustrations. Well, I really was kind of pissed off that Arya Stark fucked up the assassination. <laughs> I really, I mean, I know that that nice actor lady was so nice and she just, oh, she hit that nose on it. Just kill her, man. It's right. your job. They've made it really clear that this is your last chance. 
And they yeah. actually cut people's faces off. I didn't realize that's how that worked, but yeah, that's, yeah, that that's was, apparently what you had to do. Uh, yeah. I had that to look was, away during yeah, that scene. I did too. I, I, I don't, couldn't uh, watch it. I, I could watch a, a rabbit getting its blood drained. I can't watch a face being peeled off uh, for me. I thought it was, I thought, I, I'm just like, oh, this is like John Travolta. This, I, I yes. thought Nicolas Cage was going to come in when I saw the guy whipping his <laughs> pants around. So I was like, face <laughs> off is only one step away. That's awesome. Ben, thanks so much for calling in. We're take another call here. We appreciate you watching on this uh, holiday. I love you guys' show. Keep Thank doing you. awesome. Thanks, Thanks ben. ben. Thanks, Ben. Uh, we'll wait for another call to Kevin. Check in long. Just give me that thumbs up and we transition <laughs> over. But I do want to make that transition into Arya Stark's story. Okay. Uh, she has made a choice. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty strong choice. It's a stupid choice. A stupid so, choice, oh. Michelle. You have the floor. That's Go, a, Michelle. It's a stupid choice. Well, I mean, look, it, Jack and Hakar said it himself. Like, the god of death, death doesn't just come for mean people and awful people. It's an equal opportunity kind of God. Like, look, yeah, she's nice, but you don't know everything about her. And even if you did, even if she is a nice person, this is what the faceless men do. What did you think you were signing up for? Mm -hmm. Like, so I I think it's just yet another thing. Buyer's remorse from Arya? I think so. And I mean, it's it's just, it was, a. am with Ben. It was a little bit frustrating to kind of see that happen so soon because Mm -hmm. it's like, you knew what you were getting into and you spent all this time trying to become no one and then, you know, the first nice lady you start talking to, she's even playing the woman you hate. She's on your <laughs> list, man. This is like, th- 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 it could not be but, easier for you. But don't you think that's what turned her? That's my question to you both mm, two to join into this is what about the play, The Bloody Hand, Lady Crane and her task? And Lady Crane saying in this scene here that we're watching now, if you're on SJ+, Plus, um, well, this is where she saves her. But early on, you see uh, Lady Crane asks her, do, do you like playing other people? And it, to me, jars Arya to be like, no, actually, I don't. Yeah. I don't. So do you think, how did that factor into this decision, you guys? It's kind of the first nice person she's met in quite a while, it mm. seems. They're not trying to use her or anything. It's just somebody having a conversation where they're relating to her. Mm-hmm. I think it snaps her back to reality, back to the real world. And uh, back to who the, she would have been to, yeah. had none of this happened. And, and you're buying. It sounds like you're kind of buying into this crap of this faceless god stuff. Like there needs to be a death. It's mercy. <laughs> oh, oh. I love it's, it. it's a it's a little girl who paid money to have somebody else killed. That woman doesn't need to die. That's what the entire city of Bravos was founded on. Uh, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I was so frustrated by this, but I Gosh. have to believe in the showrunners. I have to believe that there is something more to this that we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's no way she spent a season and a half learning how to fight blindfolded. There's no way that could have happened. And if that does happen, then I'm going to throw stuff everywhere. Like, it's just going to be table flipping, anger, everywhere. Exactly. Beware, figures. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, seriously, well, that's, that's how I'm going to feel. So I have to believe that mm-hmm. I was waiting for, I was waiting for Jack Hen to be like, that was the actual test and you passed, which didn't happen. <laughs> um, but then I'm like, okay, she's, there's going to be something in the encounter between her and the wave that revealed something that meant she was meant to be there the whole time. Even if now she learned that and took that and now she's Arya Stark again, whatever it is, there's, I have to believe there's going to well, be more pain. Maybe her I battle with the wave is the test. I was well, going to say, you want to know my theory on this then? Yeah, I do. Because the oh, whole thing theory. with Jack and Hakkar being, uh, yeah, I was just like, ah, don't get excited, guys. I'm totally full of shit. Uh, the whole thing with Jack and Hakkar said is like, one way or another, a face will be added to the wall. He didn't say your yeah. face. He didn't say her face. He said a face. Yeah, but I think... I think, I think Arya is going to fight the waif, mm. win, Whoa. kill her. The waif's face is going to be added to the wall. So funny. Uh, you waif just, okay. is so much 
better than her. Yeah. I, mean, unless, I mean, I don't know. I don't know well, how. I think maybe the blindness, that whole thing. Like, does everybody train in the dark? Was that just a punishment for Arya? Mm-hmm. Was the waif? Well, you, did you the have, waif ever go blind? You have people in your corner because right as you were t- right as you were talking about that on Twitter, uh, Irvin Musioka uh, tweeted in and said, "What if Arya manages to kill the waif? Would that count as a death repaid yeah. for not killing the actor?" I think it actor? would. Yeah, I think it absolutely yeah. would. And then yeah. you know, yeah. the the teacher becomes a student type thing. Like this is just now she's gonna be the new waif kind of like, and with Jack and Hakkar. That's true. We do see quite often in fantasy literature and fantasy stories where to complete your training you have to beat your right. master. Yeah. You have to beat the well, one who did, trained you. Did, were you guys under the impression that she was going to be a faceless man forever? Well, I don't, I don't think anybody was. Yeah. But I wanted and her so, to be a faceless man for a minute. But this goes <laughs> back to what I've been asking you guys on the show, if you've been on before, is did we ever believe her? Was she no one? Now she passes that test and drinks the thing and she's no one. But the factor, even if you're going mm-hmm. inside the narrative and try to analyze it, or if you're going outside from a, a writer-producer standpoint, that character can't stay over in Bravos just doing hit, hit kills yeah. and contracts. It's yeah. got to factor back in. So I think this is what's leading it to but whether she's a faceless man yeah. as she's doing it um, I can totally get into your theory about you killed the waif now you're really on the team <laughs> yeah, totally. or, but what I'm saying now is that play <laughs> she watched the events unfold that she had seen ones she hadn't seen which is why yeah, she was excited was to fun. see some of it um, she probably still believes Tyrion is a bad guy much like the play put forth mm-hmm. and then the reaction of she had seemed to have some sympathy for Cersei as a, oh nope Cersei would have been angry which reminds her that what Cersei was part of is how I'm interpreting it and then I, I don't oh. want to play other people I'm Arya Stark I'm going to get Needle I am who I am and I have a mission to unfold oh see I, I interpreted that as like you know him leaving without saying goodbye she was talking about her dad she was talking about not getting to say goodbye to Ned before Ned was killed. Mm. Could and, be. And that she, when she was saying would be angry like she was talking about herself. Could be. But 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 then that was just my own. But even the play, yeah, no, that still works with something it. No, loose. that absolutely still goes along with what you were saying. And by the yeah, way, who, who here would buy a ticket to watch that play? Oh my god, live now! Oh, so many times. <laughs> absolutely, that was fun. What <laughs> Richard E. Grant killing one it. Tiny thing that I noticed mm-hmm. was, and I didn't get this until like the second or third watch, was uh, during Joffrey fake Joffrey's speech. He says, uh, "The lion and the rose are one." He doesn't say the stag. Which I thought was really oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That he just, like, even in this play, everyone seems to be okay with him being a Lannister and not a Baratheon. <laughs> yeah. Is it, though, like, even in the fandoms where we we call him uh, Joffrey Lannister sometimes, just, and you're like, oh, right, that's right, he was a Baratheon. Is it just, yeah. like, yes. a nod to that? Or yes, the same but, kind of, like, isn't even the whole story, idea that, like, oh, he's supposed like the, to be a Baratheon? Like, yeah, that, that's, I, he was the king. I'm saying, even in, sto- almost as a joke, even in the narrative, that even the, the, the people around the world forget he was a Baratheon. <laughs> like, they're just... Maybe. Yeah. It's just like the smut rags of today you see in the aisles yeah. of a store. It's like, yeah. ooh, a, a, a juicy story. Like him being an incest mm-hmm. baby is such a ju- yeah. more juicier story. And it's, yeah. it's that time, and Frank Tor's out there oh, at oh. F- uh, F-A-R Tor 19. He's with me on this one. Does anyone still think our boy Sirio Farrell is still alive? It's my time to put this forth. <laughs> nah, nah. Sirio? Nah. I, you know what? I don't the anymore. The wave the head. Yeah. And this is why. I want to Because believe. it seems like she, got, she had to get permission from Jacken in order to go kill. Arya. It really did mm-hmm. seem like he was the boss of her instead of the other way around. Because my whole thing okay. this whole time was that the Waif was actually in charge and like it was going to be Serio Varel and I don't think be. so Couldn't anymore. Couldn't the Waif be Serio and still not be the one in charge? Kind of, but he didn't see, but Sir, would Serio be that vindictive toward Arya? 
the wave does seem very, very childlike. Right. Which is yeah. a question about how she's even a faceless man if she has. She right. clearly is someone. This seems Agreed. like some yeah. weird personal grudge. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. I do. I do think the whole cult of the faceless man. thing. Maybe it's Gendry. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> oh God. I'm happy for a cult of faceless man storyline to kind of be winding down and her to be back to Arya Stark. Yeah, but like, I'm down with that. At least take one face. That's yeah. what I'm like, saying. At least yes. do something. One. Yes. Uh, let's take another call. We got a call uh, queued in right now. You're on Watching Thrones. Oh, no, the call went away. Just kidding. You can Skype back in at SJ Plus Live, but I'm also looking on Twitter. You guys are pissed at your cereal for all things. Like, how dare you? We all want cereal back. You want to believe. I want to believe, but I don't think the wave could be. They can't change that drastically, right? Because she's a small little thing. We saw Jake and Jake in his face. I agree, yeah. And he was pretty much the same size and everything. It changes into other girls. Yeah. You can't like grow that, a, you though. can't grow an arm or something. It could like be that, little. You know? Yeah, I mean I we see know. it. It's very plain what they did. They peel the faces off and do it. But but when when Jagan uh, last year takes the uh, little thing and you think he's dead and then she pulls off the mini. I could have been a vision or part of uh, yeah. weird things it going, was going on. Faces. It was like it was. Arya's face old, was in there and the necks were changing. Yeah, that's true. But I think yeah. it's, that's also us breaking down frames of a show. That could have just been an LSD <laughs> trip too. Like you know maybe she didn't see anything. Who knows? Guys, I want to get to the best family dinner in the history of Westeros. Oh, a Tarly family dinner. This was like the best episode of Downton Abbey ever. <laughs> Anna Murray on that show as well. All right, oh, so man. Randall Tarly is, of course, uh, the father, mentioned previously a few times on the show, of uh, Samuel Tarly and Dickon Tarly in there as well, his brother. Um, uh, he, he is a, a respected general. Stannis Baratheon mentioned at the He's wall when, when talking to Samwell. Oh, you're Samwell Tarly. You're Randall Tarly's kid. I like that guy. Fought against him during Robert's Rebellion. The Battle of Ashford is where Randall Tarly made his mark. It was the only defeat that Robert suffered in his rebellion. So the guy's got chops. Yeah. He's got skills. And he's definitely uh, with the Westeros theme of bad fathers. <laughs> he's a big jerk. He's a fat shaming jerk. Yeah, he is. Um, I would have taken the bread. Um, <laughs> no, this like, scene, I'll take two, thank you. I'm <laughs> on the wall for the last few years, Dad. I'm freaking. Bread. I was living on squirrels and rabbits. I'm taking the freaking bread. As soon as he started talking smack, I, I called it. As soon as he yeah. started talking smack, I was like, Gilly's going to be the one to stand up to him. It's, it's going to be Gilly. Yep. And uh, this scene could have been, guys, kind of a, I don't want to say throwaway, it was used to explain a little bit of Sam's past and where he is and the family of sword Heartsbane, which is one of the few Valerian swords left, which is key to the big fights in the end, we would think. Mm -hmm. um, this could have been a throwaway scene. This, to me, was one of my favorites. Well, I think with so few episodes left, so we mm. assume to complete the entire series, I don't know that they would do a throwaway, which makes me think, right. how is Heartsbane important? How oh, is Randall yeah. important? Yeah. Like, this has to be important. What is it? Yeah, right. That's what I got out of Absolutely. it, too. I feel like this whole thing was to be like, okay, so now Sam has a Valyrian steel mm -hmm. sword. I like, thought that, too. That was the whole idea, maybe. I agree. I completely agree with that. Because, uh, yeah, you're going to need it for the coming battle. Yeah. And, and also, give it to a black brother. Yeah, you know? And also show us that the baby is like a Lannister with that blonde hair. Good right. lord. Is, that, <laughs> is it just me, or is that baby... Look like Craster. It looks like Craster. They cast a Craster-like baby. <laughs> so freaky that in a good way. Happiest Aww. little toddler on set ever. Absolutely. <laughs> Stu Nemo on Twitter asks us, guys, uh, were you uh, not disappointed or were you disappointed we didn't see Horn Hill in the opening cinematic? Oh. Oh. I would have liked to see a little Horn Hill. Good. 
call. Who yeah. said that? St- uh, Stu Nemo. That's Stu oh, Nemo. That's very Stu interesting. Nemo. Good Although, call. Yeah. I did like seeing it. I mean, it wasn't yeah. in the opening credits, but that was yeah. a beautiful looking castle. It was, it was beautiful. My I gosh. loved. I loved the moment when his mom and his sister just welcomed Gilly. Yeah. It was yeah. So sweet. She's just like, you're lovely. I'm like, oh, she's yeah. wearing a burlap sack, and you're still <laughs> saying that. That's so sweet. Like, cause I mean, they're they're nobility, yeah. and she yeah. clearly isn't. And they're being so nice to her. She's clearly a lovely woman, and unlike I, her husband. And yeah. I, I quite enjoyed uh, Gilly trying to learn to walk in heels and a oh, dress. So There's a lot of great stuff <laughs> so there. So cute. But yeah, Gilly stands up for Sam. I, I really had a lot of respect for the Gilly character, who's grown uh, a, a lot over the course of the show. Maybe doesn't get enough credit for being someone who's changed dramatically and and still learning the ways of the world but she stands up and not just stands up for her man but they're a partnership they're a team mm-hmm. and that was a great moment for me when when Samuel pushes those doors and yeah. comes back in boom that was perfect well you saw her she like, had those 80s power uh, uh, shoulder pads going on there <laughs> in that dress so I think uh, yeah it was, it was kind of nice her stepping up and then and yeah when Sam came back into the room it was like yeah. yes alright let's what, do this what do you think the mm-hmm. taking of Heartsbane um, signifies and uh, also a predictions like you said maybe mm-hmm. hands it over to someone or it factors in but what does it signify for sam kyle that that this is his family i i saw it as this like he was sort of taking charge he's like my dad's not gonna be wrong around forever this is my family I taking it back it's yeah. my sword I, exactly. yeah, I saw him as him finally accepting who he is right. for the first time of being like you know what i am gonna be a master and that's an awesome profession and i'm still a man even though my father doesn't think i am and i think up until this point we've seen a lot of evidence to show that sam doesn't think he is right he oh. doubts himself all the time so that's a huge moment for him to say not only am i the head of this family we're going together yeah but i'm the head of this large family and i'm taking the sword Boom. <laughs> good job buddy. we're watching the moment now here on screen junkies plus i know some of you listen on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud, so uh, you've asked me to describe a little bit more what we're watching. We're watching Sam take that sword, Heartsbane. Uh, what? I, did, I did like how awkward he was with that sword. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, that's a big-ass yeah. sword. I mean, you gotta love the Valerian steel. And I, you know, I have to say, like, yes, obviously taking Heartsbane, but just the act of taking it mm-hmm. and, like, Sam kind of standing up to his father in a way that he never really had before, yeah. that made this scene worthwhile for me, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally liked it. Uh, it was a great mm-hmm. scene for me. It was just a, an and, and the one little thing here, his brother uh, Dickon is uh, very dismissive of the referencing of White Walkers. Which most people were. Which most people are Southern people. I wanna, it highlights and reminds yeah. us again mm-hmm. that the rest of the world doesn't know what's coming doesn't believe which what's is, coming. Which is why, like, when you said, why are they all fighting over this throne? Right. It's They don't know any they better. Don't Grunkins know. and Starks. Maybe if they had listened yes. to the Mad King, they would know that they are. <laughs> Maybe. Mad King is the good guy. He was warning everybody. <laughs> he was oh, warning them all. He just wanted to burn everyone. He's like, we need to make wildfire. They're coming. They're coming. <laughs> so we need, listen to, to me. we need to burn them. Listen, we got to burn them when they come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit a little further. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I do want to know where Gilly's going to go next because, you know, all the reasons that Sam brought up are still pretty valid about, mm-hmm. like, the old town and the Citadel don't take women. Like, where yeah. is, she, is he going to hide her out in a brothel again? Because there's mm-hmm. all those everywhere. I don't know what's going to happen with her, but I'm I'm cool yeah. with it now. And I feel like he can definitely protect her no matter what. For yeah. those watching live, Skype is down right now. We apologize. Oh. So if you're trying to call in, keep trying. We're trying to get it back up. So you but don't forget you. to talk to us on Twitter <laughs> using the hashtag Watching Thrones, like a lot of you are. Um, so a uh, final thing to break down before we start going into setting up for what's coming is uh, Danny needs a thousand ships. Luckily, there's a guy building a thousand <laughs> ships. <laughs> 
God, this was so convenient. Oh, interesting. Yeah, how many do you need? Oh, I don't know. A thousand? Is that what they mentioned last episode? Yeah, <laughs> one, sure. A thousand. Yeah. He said probably more. Dario's defense, he said probably more. You're on Gitzer. I have a thousand ships. We need a thousand five. I'll, I'll take my leave. And <laughs> Hold on. Let me go, let me go some, find some more non-existent Hold trees in my homeland exactly. and build you a couple more. That thousand, <laughs> that thousand ships that are going to come from what force? I, exactly? I legitimately laughed out loud when yeah. the number 1,000 was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so in, in a generally well-received episode, set up that it was, this I'm seeing a lot of on, on Twitter and, and the reactions, uh, a lot of people... Not, I don't want to say over Danny. She's still a very popular character and clearly mm-hmm. very important. But this scene had people, a lot of people, myself included, going, Yeah, 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 we've heard these speeches before. Exactly. Blood of my blood. Yay, dragons. Uh, am I being cynical? Where do you guys come down on no. this? No. No, I'm right with you on Michelle? this. No, I totally, I agree. I, I mean, it was Drogon cool. looks cool. Yeah, she, she it was makes a, cool a lot speech. of speeches. And every time we see her now, it's either, Boo, we don't like her, or Yay! It's <laughs> yeah. like, well, that's, that, every time we see her, it's one of those yeah. two. The one thing that I will say was different about this speech mm-hmm. is up until now, every time Danny's made a speech, she's had at least some semblance of, but guys, wait, it's not about me just getting power. It's either like, I'm doing this for my baby that died, or I'm doing this to free the slaves, or like there's always some kind of altruistic thing thrown in there until now. This is mm-hmm. the first time she makes a speech and is like, hey, straight up, we're going to go over there and kill a bunch of people. Okay. You're going to kill a bunch Trisha, of people with me? That's a really excellent good point. analysis <laughs> of the scene. I'm glad you brought that up, because even though I'm being cynical about it, it there's some implications here. As we're watching her ask, will you ride the wooden horses across the Black Salt Sea? Why? And and Dario calls Cesar. Will you kill my enemies? Yeah. He uh, says you're a conqueror. Yeah. I'm going to ask this. It is a bit of a tinfoil hat theory. We're going to ask you guys here. Is this a heel turn for Danny? Is she the conqueror of the Seven King- Kingdoms, not the savior? How does this factor into the end game? Let's yeah, think big. Is she the villain? Could is she, she the villain? Is this, is this a turning point? Because, yeah, it it's seems not a very clear much cut of like... Bad guy, but could No, be. it's just interesting that this is the first time where you're like, okay, so everything you've been doing at Marine doesn't matter anymore? Exactly. Like, now we're just going to kind of go back to Marine only to sail immediately. I mean, Dari even says it. We're going to go to Marine and then sail to Westeros, and we're just like, cool, what the F have you been doing for the last season and a half? And it's not like the motivation has changed. It's been the same motivation that her brother had way back in the day of we're going to go back and reclaim the Iron Throne. But up until now, she at least has always justified moving forward for some altruistic reason. Right. And we're not seeing that now. I I think that's an excellent point. Kyle, where's your brain at with this? Uh, yeah, I'm with you guys, and I don't understand where 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 did the click happen? Where was she like? Right. All right, I, I I need to make sure that I can rule these places first, which is obviously not going very well. Right. So she's proving <laughs> that she can't, and she's like. Yeah, whatever. I forget about that. And now I'm going to go get Westeros. Like, and, where yeah. did this click happen? And there's still a lot of stuff happening in Marine. The Sons of the Harpy. We got Kinvaras over there. And, so and the Red Priestess is throwing. And Euron. And now Yara and Theon in, in, in the show are going mm-hmm. back over there. So there's still things going on there. But it definitely does seem like she's like, cool, cool, cool. We're going to go it's, get our stuff. Yep. I pack some things. I'm going to get a lunch. And, I'm going to head over. <laughs> it's kind of funny that we spent like so much time going, oh my God, get out of Marine already, <laughs> finally. And then the one, and then now that she's like ready to go, we're all just like, no, no, no. No, but all of these things, all of these things are happening. Just stay. What What do you want to just go over the ships for? I don't mm. know. Just but, leave your leave your horse in a farm yeah. up state. Too, I, apparently, I think Marine got a lot more interesting when Tyrion got there. Definitely. And so yeah. now we want to see we want to see the reunion of Danny and Tyrion 
and mm. finding out what's been happening on both sides. Because they've right. been building it up yep. for yeah. so long that to just dismiss all of it would kind of piss me off. I agree. I could yeah. see her doing it here as a, a political move because of her audience. She's mm-hmm. with the Death Rocky. There you go. Okay. And they okay. are war. They're war people. They want to fight. They want to do things. And so she's like, all right, we're going to go and we're going to conquer some places. We're going to fight. That's yeah. a great um, point. Okay, and maybe they'll go that. back to mm-hmm. Marine. She'll take care of the problems. But she'll keep like the Death Rocky be like, don't worry. We're going to fight. Yeah. We're going to go over there. Could she be. She knows her audience. Could be. That's I a like good point. That theory well, too. And right. then scary, when, now that we also know her audience, who's to say that when they get to Westeros, the Dothraki aren't just going to do the Dothraki thing and like <laughs> all of our favorite characters are going to be raped and murdered and <laughs> Making <yay>. Danny <laughs> the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> the, the conqueror yeah, of the point. Seven Kingdoms. But again, Sorry, we, Sansa. We have to assume at some <laughs> point she's got to cross the narrow sea. At some point she's got to get over there, whether she is uh, you know, part of... Uh, the three dragon riders and all these other wonderful theories. We know that this is all building to something. I, th- I think it's interesting. I think, Trisha, you have a good theory that this is her for the first time going, no, me want that. Mm-hmm. No, it I certainly it. seems that yeah. way. Yeah. But she's definitely for more me, in a conquering mindset instead of a saving mindset. Like, and and yeah. when you look at Dario's face, I, I can't tell if it's admiration or just a little bit of fear. Like, oh crap, what I did I do? Little yeah. Combi. Yeah. Little combi. And she kind of yeah. needed this revisit to the Death Rocky because this was the original thing when she was with yeah. Khal Drogo, was that we are yeah. going to go across the yeah. sea and we're going to do this. And then she got distracted with all this other stuff and it yeah. took her being returning to the Death Rocky, her, her roots pretty much. It was reminiscent of Khal Drogo's speech uh, yes. following uh, her assassination attempt of him saying, we're doing it. I'm, get, I'm And I'm going to give her, yeah, mm-hmm. a, a, excellent reference. And, and sort of this thing back to her, 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 her long dead husband here yeah. who's like you know what I'm gonna do this yeah absolutely. We, we were supposed to do it you're gone I'm gonna still do I this I kinda love that they're still a team yeah, yeah. Oh, you still <laughs> they're like the Gilly and Sam of the before we head on out here I wanna start looking ahead not just to next week but I, uh, I wanna look to what's coming cause this episode again I, I loved it it was one of my favorite episodes of Game of Thrones yeah. I will say that I'll go oh, on that prediction okay. Um, We're like, no. I will go go on that because there's so much stuff to get excited for. It is a setup, but this is a marathon. It's not not a sprint. And you're going to look back and go, oh, I go back. I did not like season two much the first time I watched it until I put all the pieces together. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, oh, there's a lot there. Um, I think this episode had some of that stuff. Was it all perfect? It's never perfect, guys. But um, it sets up a lot of stuff. Uh, Mm -hmm. And we're going to set up the card because everything's wrestling to me. (laughs) Everything's wrestling. We've got some undercards. We've got some intercontinental title matches. We've got some tag team titles coming up here guys mm-hmm. let's set up each battle and maybe take some predictions and see how it f- factors into what's going on we can start with Arya and the Waif the faceless bull that's our first fight yes uh, what are your, what's your thoughts on what's going to happen and what needs to happen and what do you want to happen Trisha, Kyle. Oh, Arya's going to win that. Hands right, down. Well, and if she is going to win it, though, she can't just straight up fight her. There's going to have to be some kind of out planning, out outsmarting somehow and I don't know what that is yet but I'm excited to see whatever like I have faith in the showrunners that they will give us something satisfying please 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 absolutely (laughs) and they earn that trust they earn that faith they've done a great job because they've shown that the wave can kick Arya's ass right it can't just be combat didn't she she get the upper hand at the end of the last fight montage she did and and the the whole thing is I mean when you're talking about human people fighting it's not just a simple equation is this person's better this this thing because you had you had Arthur Dane who's the best Mm -hmm. Knights member and he took everybody down and then oh wait he lost yeah 
And so, you Calorie know, you can't just be, there's always well, ways out of it. The back. really lucky, though. I don't know. I feel like so many of those combat sequences, the wave is just like, cool, you know what? I'll even put down my weapon, come at me. Boom, 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 boom. Exactly. exactly. There you go. Like, but she has regained Anaya herself. Has she is back with Arya. She is Arya now again. And so needle. she probably has this new strength that Maybe. she didn't she have, have when she was trying to get rid That's of that. That's true. Needle is not this magic. This is good fight prediction. It's motivation. It's Stark family motivation. Exactly. From the core. The wave is actually a white walk. And Needle, the Valerian steel, is going to go through her heart and just shatter. The next, the next uh, fight on the card, and the next fight, maybe it's maybe Arya defeats the Waif and faces Jag and Hagar. It could be a gauntlet match here. Dude, if the Waif shatters, <laughs> so many extra credit points to you. <laughs> <laughs> the, next, the next battle here is uh, Jamie versus the Blackfish. Uh, the battle in River Run. Um, uh, mm-hmm. This is a bigger, involves some armies and some stuff here. It might not be a physical contest. It might be a battle of wits and stubborn wills. Um, mm-hmm. How do we think this factor's interesting? What are we doing with the Blackfish, Jamie? I'm happy the Blackfish is coming back, one of my favorite characters. I'm happy, too. I'm not anticipating combat. And maybe uh, that's crazy of me. No, I don't but think I, it is. I'm not anticipating combat. I'm anticipating that being the perfect reason to get a whole bunch of people in the right place at the right time to unleash something else. And Brienne's going to run too. Let's not forget mm-hmm. about her. Oh, there's a lot going on. You guys are tweeted in. Uh, I don't want to go too deep into that, but yes, <laughs> yes, uh, there's a lot of factors that are leading us to some <laughs> potentially cool things. Um, Kyle, this battle, Michelle, this battle. Do you, do I agree with Trisha that this is not necessarily going to be a war or a physical confrontation. It could, but this is about two titans meeting in the field. Agreed. Battle of wits, battle of words. Uh, if it was book Blackfish, I'd be all for him. If it's show Blackfish, I hate that guy. He's a really? Really? <laughs> He's the biggest. He's such I a douche. Him. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. my god. He's the, sh- awesome. the show Blackfish is terrible. He's always what? rude to everybody. He's kind of rude. He is not a fun guy. He's funny. No. He made fun of Edward. He is awful. He actually was able to set his brother on fire. Like, no, he was cool. Oh, I like him because he can shoot an arrow. What? Come on. I can think of worse reasons. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love strong ah. opinions, Kyle. So in the show, I would like Jamie to get the upper hand. I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. I think the Blackfish has more experience. I think he's going to outweigh them, outweigh them and everything. It's but, like an episode of Survivor. But I'm not going to enjoy it. Um, uh, River Run? Yeah, I'm, I'm along with both yeah. all, everyone here. Sounds like good. I think because uh, they've even said Thank that River you. Run can withstand a siege. Shush, no, not that. <laughs> the River Run can withstand a siege, so like the Blackfish yeah. really has the high ground on every sense of the word on this one. So yeah. I think that he doesn't need to fight anyone. Yep, we'll see. And, and then there might be a third entrant into that battle. The, Who knows? The Brothers Without Banners. Who knows? Yes. Tag team. we got a tag team title match here, guys. Cersei and the Mountain. Franken Mountain versus High Sparrow and... And someone player to be named Lair here, combatant, mystery tag team partner. This is the trial by combat. It's coming without uh, without going into any uh, theories here. Uh, who do you got in this battle? Who do you got in this fight? It's hard to root against the mountain when you're talking about a fight. Just a, really? Just a straight out fight. I, yeah. Well, that's why I you got, might... a, Mar- you got a Martell uh, flag hanging behind <laughs> yes. there. I know a lot of people kind of might disagree. Houseman, I don't know. I, I think it would be a really cool twist if it wasn't a straight out fight because Cersei's so mm-hmm. banking on that. Yeah. I would love to see the High Sparrow be like, it's going to be me, and then just go in there all pacifist and not fight at all so that the people revolt. Oh, the mountain <laughs> just takes freak. them out and they just freak. Uh, well, like or she would have to pull the mountain back at the last second and say no don't kill him for like political reasons like I feel like 
there, this could be a cool opportunity to do something different than what we all expect. Okay, I, hey, I'm, I'm for that. Yeah, I'm I can see that. a trick where he calls like Lancel and that's what I mean, like, like someone dude, that is going to be like, hot. you're going to murder this innocent you're person to who's prove your that you're innocent and lover, or cousin, 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 cousin sorry, my nephew, cousin. That's not what they do. That's I mean, the whole idea is that you cut down the person that you're against. I don't know. I just think you move past it, like because if the mountain loses, then Cersei's supposed to die. And yeah. I don't think that's how she dies. So mm. it's like, so in that case, what? The mountain wins against whoever he may be fighting? That would suck too. Like, I, so I do not know what to expect from I this mean, fight yeah, at they, all. They okay. could go with like some throwaway character and he just beats him and Cersei's fine. Fine. Mm. Um, or could be they the other could thing. go another. Yeah, mm. or they could, could go. Could go. mentioned Clegane. This is hard here. because yeah. are we really rooting for anybody on either side of this thing going on? I know you love Cersei, but uh, that's, you know. that's because I know she's horrible. <laughs> I, I have a really complicated dating life. Right? <laughs> this is one of those situations where I wish they could all kind of lose. You know? <laughs> hey, maybe mm-hmm. maybe it's a draw. Maybe they all get it. Uh, next fight is Battle of the Bastards. The Battle of Bastards coming soon. We know it's going to be a big one. Jon Snow and his team and Sansa. Got to give Sansa credit. Next mm-hmm. week they're going to Bay. Island, it looks like. We got some Mormonts. Uh, and and Ramsey. This is the Battle of Winterfell. This is going to be a big one. This is a title match, I think. Some implications oh for the end. God. We're some all just waiting for Ramsey to die. We are. How's he going to bite it? Yeah. Michelle, who you got in this battle? Or better yet, how do you see the end coming? Uh, oh, gosh. I think, I mean, I, I like that Sansa and John are going to kind of, it looks like, rally all of these smaller houses. That's cool. I'm still hoping for like some Manderleys to be folded yeah. in there. Uh, and I, I just... I just want Sansa to stab Ramsay in the back somehow. Just something. I like Ramsay can't keep living. Like he has mm-hmm. to die. Mm-hmm. And I think now that we're setting up the High Septon is more of like a bigger bad kind yeah. of. Like you can get rid of Ramsay this season. Right. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going. Oh, with. that's a good point. I didn't. I didn't think of those terms. Because I mean, I like you that. need like your villains every season Absolutely. at least, and right. like you know, we can't we can't have no one. And now that like everyone's kind of scared of the High Septon and all of the you know undead zombies coming down from the sure, wall, sure, there's that. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay, Ramsey, cool. Yeah, we hate you. You you can go jump off a cliff now. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle. Oh man, I, I had a weird image right now of Sansa and Ghost taking him out. That'd be cool. Interesting. I don't know, I don't know where that came from, but that, that just sort of popped in my head. Yeah, because like you killed Shaggy Dog, and obviously you do have your hand on a werewolf right now. Yeah, like, you know, like, I've got Nymeria comes back and takes yes. him out. Yes, with her wolf army. I've got a theory on this. Go for it. Is it bunnies? It's not. <laughs> it's not bunnies, but I love the one sort of feeling reference. Um, no, I've got a theory that no one is going to like, and this is why. I think that this is what's going to happen because Game of Thrones does this. Perfect. They love to take away characters we love. Um, I think that John and Sansa are going to go in there to defeat Ramsay, and they will. Mm-hmm. But only one of them will come out of it alive. Oh. John's That's already how, died because once. I don't think I don't think the show is going to give us. That gratifying of a no. victory over Ramsay after all this time. Not There's going to be victory. a sacrifice there. Okay, I can um, see that, Ooh. and I can I I. I'm not saying that's what I want to happen. I'm saying the Game of Thrones show that I love has led me to expect certain things. No, that's totally fair. That's what I'm expecting out of this battle. I've been expecting clean victory, but I I, I could almost see that, yeah, Jon already died, but I don't see it being Sansa if that's where it's going. I don't either. Brienne? 
Oh, you've been pretty oh, bad. We're gonna, we're Just gonna, I think we're gonna, things. we will finally get that gratification of Ramsey sure. kicking the bucket, but it's but gonna come at a price. He's gonna take price. someone down okay. with him. I can see that. I can absolutely see that. There's a third team in this battle here. Of course, we don't really factor in yet. The Knights of the Veil and Peter Baelish. Ooh, lurking in the shadows. I think Robin is gonna take out Ramsey. Oh, with an arrow. With an arrow. He's been censoring. Falcon's gonna come down from the sky. Would you guys love him then? Would that be Robin's? You know? Yes. Yes. Actually, yeah. Don't march an army from the veil for no yeah, reason. For no reason at all. They so, wouldn't march okay, that. Okay, that's, that's fair. Uh, the undercard here, the, the semi-main, Danny versus the Seven Kingdoms. I'm saying she's going heel. She's coming back over. Whether it's with Yara, Theon, Euron, or 829 ships, <laughs> she's coming back over. Uh, and then, of course, you got you got. Let's not even get to Dorne right now. Uh, and their march, wherever they're doing. I think uh. they're 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 building their army, deciding where to go. <laughs> Danny versus the Seven Kingdoms. How would, if that happens, how do you see it going? How does it factor in? She's coming over with dragons, and Seven Kingdoms ain't gonna put up a fight. You think they're laying down? I, I don't think there's much of a choice. If she comes over flying with these dragons and everything, they, yeah. what they, they gotta they gotta remember the past, right? We, right? we did get what I think was King's Landing, uh, smoking, burning in Bran's vision. I think that was King's Landing. I couldn't tell. Could be, yeah. But you know, so but that could have been burning in the past or burning in the future. Exactly. We don't know. You don't know. You just right. you don't know. Um, we haven't the fact that we haven't seen it yet, and mm-hmm. I think that even goes back to like something that Danny saw all the way back in like one of her prophecies of the same thing of like ash or snow falling onto the Iron Throne yep. and with, you know the ceiling being all cracked and, and broken yep. up so I, I don't know I, I I think that, that wildfire explosion is coming into that's play. That's excellent. Yeah. I, I think you can pull those season two visions from the House of the Undying uh, and put it together. There's some all that kind of. It's all there. It's yeah. all there. Yep. Kyle, you're in deep thought. Oh my gosh. What do you got? Well, now I'm thinking: is it the wildfire explosion, or is it dragons that destroyed King's Landing? Could be both. Could be both. Could be. Oh my gosh. I think I think the uh, Westeros is going to erupt into war yeah. uh, uh, long before. Well, not maybe not long before, but before Daenerys mm-hmm. gets over there. Yeah. And I mm. think at some point during that battle is. When when the gates will be left open, the wall comes crumbling, mm-hmm. the others come in, and she's going to come over to find that. Well, yeah, I mean, especially with the wildlings leaving the wall. I mean, they're just yeah. so outnumbered. Yep. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before the White Walkers are, poof, coming south. There you go. So she will end up being the savior because mm-hmm. um, she won't really have to conquer because the White Walkers will be taking everybody out already. Yeah, I, I think absolutely she comes over. I've got control. John shows up and says, hey, by the way, we're related. How you doing? Nice to meet you. Here we go. Uh, by the way, this guy, the Night King coming down. Can we borrow your dragons a little bit? A yeah. little bit? And little I think bit. maybe that's what's going to so happen. Kyle there. says savior. Ken says villain. Villain turned he, with a face turned back is what I got. Going back all to right. the good side. And this all sets up the final battle. Hinted at here by Benjen, whether his hands are cold or not. Um, <laughs> the Night King, yeah. as I still call him, the Night's King, versus Bran. Because when the Night King gets to the wall, you will be there. This is the big battle, the you main know. event. But he also tells him fire. He will be ready. He will be ready. You will be ready. So Benjen's so, now the new Yoda? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is factoring it all. This yeah. is the main event. This is the big, the big how do you do. This is Hulk mm-hmm. versus Andre at WrestleMania 3, kids. <laughs> Who do you have? How is maybe the more important question. Because I don't think the yeah. night... This sh- if this show ends with the Night King <laughs> sitting on the throne going, finally, <laughs> I'd be almost uh, happy. Woo. There you go. So I think Bran here is the general. 
Okay. Um, he is the one who is moving the pieces around. Yes, he is going up a battle against the Night King and his forces, but he is not physically, he's not in the vanguard, he's not in the front line. He mm -hmm. is the one in the back saying, all right, let's move this piece into position, this mm. piece over here. Let's get Daenerys over here. John will set you up over here. Mm -hmm. And that's his role in the battle. Because by this point, by the time he gets ready, he will have seen it all. Yes. Yes. So that's, I, I think it's great. That's a great way to look at it. That's that's how it's it. There we go. <laughs> it's settled. <laughs> we wrote the end of the show. Yes. We're done. Any different, Michelle? Um, Any wild theories? Just the fact that I mean, like, I'm trying to think of what happens like this season versus in the next couple mm -hmm. of seasons because it's like, look, there's a reason the White Walkers haven't come down before. That wall is there. Yeah. So at some point, if the White Walkers are an actual threat, that wall's got to come down. Right. Something has to happen there. So it's in just a, a question without of when. Horns, that wall <laughs> needs yeah. to come down. Yep. In, a world, in a world without Grens to hold the gate. Uh, yeah. Like oh, it's Gren. just yeah, oh, Gren. We, you know, so I. I I always try to look ahead and be like, what are they going to do in episode 10? What are yeah. they going to do in episode How 9? Episode yeah. nine the, what are they spending all their money on? And I'm like, maybe it's the wall. Oh. Well, I, I said that, and I said yeah. it on Schmo's No, when we did our preview uh, a while ago. I said, I think this ends with the wall coming down. But I think it's a season? wild prediction. Think I, think it, I think it's this season. Okay. But also it's because I thought I thought maybe the Night King had a horn in the trailer. Yes. So, <laughs> but I still that think was a very sad text I sent you. I was like, that was not a horn. I'm sorry. At, at some point, I think that happens because it's, that's magic keeping them from coming down. Yeah. It would make sense. Although, yeah. and this, I don't know if this is just a show mistake or something that we have to suspend our disbelief for, but magic was keeping all those uh, all those dead guys from getting in where yeah. the tree you was. You think his mark yep. is going to have a thing but, with it. So oh. the main guys got through that ring of fire, but then later when the child of the forest blew herself up and there was fire there, they had no problem going through. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or it could be just a... So either that was yeah. a oopsie... Or there's more to the magic that can keep them from coming forward that we don't know. Which I love when the show, when we can start analyzing things like, well, they all ran past a, a, a flame, which they did. I saw it, too. They did. Yeah. Yeah. They, they did. all went right yeah, through no it. No problem. Shoop. I love it. I love when a show can get them <laughs> But back. before that, they had to go like up and around a mountain to get yeah, around Yeah, and the then flame. like through the cracks and everything. Yeah, totally. So, guys, mm. uh, that was our predictions. I think we decided off. Great job, guys. We've written <laughs> we the, show. the show. We don't need to watch the next three seasons. It's good. Good night, um, everybody. We're going to wrap up soon here. Death Count, we always do that at the end of every episode and say goodbye to the main characters or the key characters mm -hmm. uh, that, that fell. You know, guess what? Death count this week? Eh, unless you want to count Mad King in a flashback or the Whites, mm -hmm. which we don't. Which we should. Everybody no, <laughs> no one died. That has only happened, in theory, four other times. Season mm -hmm. 1, Episode 3, Lord Snow. Season 2, Episode mm -hmm. 8, The Prince of Winterfell. Season 3, Episode 2, Dark Wings, Dark Words. And Season 3, Episode 7, The Bear and the Maiden Fair. The bear didn't yes. die. So no one died in that episode. Oh. Again, not counting the little folk, the small folk, and any kind of those yeah. things. Okay. Characters of any okay. kind of weight and importance. So... And by that, it was kind of a historic episode. Yeah. yeah. A top fiver in terms of no deaths. Wow. Yeah. First like, time like, in like three seasons that there's yeah. been no deaths. That's ben crazy. Ben called in, said first time there was an episode that was family appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I can't believe you didn't give Skeletor and his friends an in memoriam, though. Uh, well, uh, you know, uh, we'll do that after. We'll light uh, a candle. Ben we'll did have horsemen them. And, yeah, that's kind of cool. Guys, uh, this has been a fun episode to get through. A lot to get through. There's probably things we left on the table, other theories. Mm -hmm. You guys are doing a great job on Twitter using the hashtag Watching Thrones. Carry on that conversation all during the week because we'll, uh, we'll love uh, to get in those. We do. <laughs> we do, us, Michelle. Baby, please. We do. So I want to thank you guys for coming in on, on a holiday here um, uh, and putting in some time to analyze uh, this show. It was fun. 
bringing you guys on. Um, the book nerds that we are, it's hard to separate it sometimes, especially with episodes like this, where we're like, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, but I think we did a <laughs> decent enough job here. Didn't spoil too much. I know some people out there were like, uh, but hey, it happens I sometimes. I don't know. I don't feel like book spoilers are spoilers anymore. The show has deviated so much from the book that they're just separate yeah. entities now. Pretty yeah, much. They are. It is. They are. It is. It's a difficult with this one because they've tried to stay true to it. Yes. Yeah, so, yes. It's well, like some of the stuff It's not like Walking Dead or True Blood where they've purposely changed things. They're like yeah. trying to hit beats. So yeah. it's like it's a, we're weaving this weird And you kind of need those beats. And so that's why when some of this happens, mm -hmm. River Run in this week, where you're like, oh, check mark, check mark, check yeah, mark. Yeah, they're exactly. fast forwarding so, so. a lot of things yeah. to kind of like go where the book was sort of going. But we yeah, think where characters the book was going. are streamlining and yeah, yeah. you what, just don't know. Good. Whenever you have Brian Cogman writing an episode, you know that book stuff will be brought so back. So we were in. talking about so he, he you've noticed that or, or you know that he yeah. is he is more the expert of that. Brian Cogman is uh, you can tell every episode he's wrote you can tell that he loves the books and he mm. respects the book fans and everything and it seems like every Unlike time Like the showrunner. Well, you know, it, sometimes <laughs> they leave some yeah. things but he he know he kind of has that that finger on the pulse of the book readers mm, and what yeah. they've loved and and you can tell that his episodes he brings in stuff, he brings back stuff. And I don't mm. know if it's purposely they get him for that yeah. or if he just does it while he's writing the episode, mm -hmm. but uh, it's like but in the writers' room, him. they're like, "What, Brian? What did we miss?" Put <laughs> <laughs> it in. Great insight, Kyle. Love that, guys. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, uh, Kyle. Uh, we appreciate you. You were on the recap show, did so well. You have great insight. You you know this stuff well. So where can they find you and follow your adventures through this world of Westeros and Essos? Uh, well, you can find me at a podcast of iceandfire.com, and you can find me personally at Kyle Maddock on Twitter. Absolutely, Michelle Boyd. Uh, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, all at, at Michelle Boyd. Absolutely. You got some great stuff on there. The religions video yes. I have referred to for my own learning. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> there, will, there will be there will be other things. There's been great. calls for stuff, you know, like Children of the Forest. And I'm like, dude, I know nothing either. No one knows. <laughs> yeah, but I like that, uh, you know, I'm going to try to do a few more videos just because I find that, like, in the middle of the week when you've had a little bit more chance to ruminate over things yeah. or other theories mm -hmm. come up, that there's other things you may want to go over and talk about. So, yeah, apparently once a week is not enough for me, guys. Thanks. Not <laughs> enough for Game of Thrones. Trisha Hirschberger, we love it that you hey. get to join us. I love it too. I love being here with you guys. Um, you guys can find me on Super Gamer Builds on Ami. You can find me uh, at That Girl Trish with no I in the girl on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube.com slash Trisha Hirschberger. So much stuff going on. And so, uh, guys, uh, we got four episodes left. Make sure you join us each week, every Monday, live on Screen Junkies Plus, 1 p.m. Pacific time. And don't forget, we also are on iTunes, Spotify, Mm -hmm. SoundCloud and Stitcher audio only I know a lot of you still like to listen in that way and uh, that is something you can uh, do and uh, tweet us like I said during the week using hashtag watching thrones special thanks to Lon Harris in the booth for his research Woo! JTE and well Ryan wasn't here this week uh, Hanson's gone our cameraman was off camping so uh, we somehow magically uh, three-eyed raven was capturing us and uh, to Dark Horse and things from another world for all these nice Game of Thrones collectibles and factory entertainment for the Joffrey crown which Trisha is going to take and wear the rest of the Day on Memorial Day. <laughs> Only Guys, if I can be the actor Joffrey from the play. From the play? Yeah, yeah. not real Joffrey. Absolutely. I think you can. You got it. <laughs> Guys, we'll see you next week on Watching Thrones. Bye.